three, two, one. Welcome to Sober in the States Basketball. Now, here are your hosts, Jorge and Alec. Thanks, Bob. Coming out of your favorite speakers, like a queen wearing jeans on the big screen during her big scene in episode 16. Yes, sir. How you doing, Alec? I missed you, buddy. There we go. And he's back, ladies and gentlemen. He is back i like that that was yeah last last week was kind of tough tripping put some pressure on you um he actually also outplayed you with his own rhyme but um we're back this week that was we're cooking listen listen they don't just give you an emmy for no reason he's got bars two emmys two i'm a man of respect i'm a man of the people and i let him share the spotlight a little bit you know i just kind of wanted to let him take a little bit he he, haven't really done a baseball show and you know what i'm saying so like i would just want to hear his voice you know want to have have him up on the main stage you know what i'm saying nice guy like what he has to say but uh yeah dude we're back we're back we're cooking we're cooking we're literally cooking we oh yeah is cooking today boy like it is great like I'm excited right now. Like I am glued. Like I'm barely even paying attention to this conversation right now. I am deep, deep, deep in the sheets right now because I need Jaden Ivy to have the worst game of his life right now. So that's where we're at. Yeah. One eye on the pod, one eye on the game. I respect it. Love yeah. the hustle. Oh, you you know what it is. We always grinding. You know what I'm saying? But we'll we'll get into that. We'll get into that. You know, it's been a couple of weeks, but we have some so rare news finally. There is finally some so rare news in the so rare streets. One of them. Being, I think, like one of the biggest gripes that a lot of people had, and they finally got it. Uh, special weeklies in a rare and super rare. Finally, they uh, they finally gave it to them. They gave them the no cap and the underdog, which are like uh, not my favorite. But, Out of uh, the two worst ones to give, but I mean, at least you got something. I, I guess, like I don't know, like no cap is cool, right? Like I I get it. Mm-hmm. Like you can stick in whatever, like stick in your extras, whatever. That's what most people do anyway. But. I just, it's not fun. The scores are too high. I remember when like the no cap competitions were limited and common. It was just like ridiculous. Like it didn't matter who you had. Like you'd have Giannis and Bede, Jokic and whatever. And like it didn't matter. Like it was still just like felt impossible. Then underdog is just too hard. So I will say though, I know we had the same conversation with no cap for limited kind of to see who's going to make it in. Cause at first we thought it would just be kind of your top five guys. But then you got to think like you also have to be able to afford all five guys. But now that it's at, like a higher scarcity and those cards are even more expensive. Mm-hmm. I, I think like the, what, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess like the difference between lineups and kind of the, the variety. There we go. Look at that. Thinking on the spot. Ooh, um, look at you words. The variety between the different lineups, I think is going to be really interesting to see. Cause I think you will still kind of see, you know, your mix of, you know, your Giannis, your Luca, um, and Bede, Jokic, kind of the, your main players. But I think kind of towards the back end of those lineups, you might start to kind of see some, um, I, I guess I don't know if it's going to go this far, but Trippin's guy Max Struss might be out there a couple of times. Um, TJ McConnell's been balling out, so you might see him. Um, you know, you might kind of see some some kind of names you didn't think you would at the back end of that lineup. But um, I'm just excited to kind of see what happens with uh, with those results. And obviously, me not being a player in it, I couldn't really care less what happens. But I also <laughs> want to just see like what those top lineups are to kind of kind of see if people are just throwing in their randoms for it or if they're actually kind of saying, "Hey, let's go for it." Well, there's 682 limited Lucas and there's 128 rare Lucas. So, mm. so the so the difference right there is just immense. And then super rares, there's one. Yeah, just one. Or no, there's a few actually. Okay, yeah, there's like 10, maybe. Yeah, the last one that was auctioned was 10. So there are 10 super. So there are 10 okay. Lucas that are probably, depending on the prize pool, are going to be in super rare that's the word see look dude bro we, we got this sorry i don't look at super rare and rare often all right sorry i can't afford to like <laughs> hang out with everybody up there uh 15 rewards 15 rewards for super rare no cap and there's 51 entrants as of right now and game lock is well by the time you're listening to it today so there one there's that's not i feel like that's not a bad percentage right no for sure that's probably like what I mean, it'll probably go up from 51 once people get rewards tomorrow. But I mean, typically it's like 15% for some of those. And I mean, you're probably going to be sitting higher than that. I mean, unless you somehow get 51 more entrants by the time it drops. But 
yeah, that's a solid percentage if you're looking to kind of just put all your eggs in one basket and go for it. I don't know. No cap sounds way more fun and rare and super rare. So anybody that is playing in those competitions, I am incredibly jealous because it actually it's actually going to be a little tough up there. It's it's gonna it's gonna be really interesting to see kind of what lineups kind of come out on top and if there is a strategy or if someone's already kind of figured it out because uh, it, it's definitely going to be a little. It's definitely good. And what are the odds that, like, especially in Super Rare, what are the odds that the same person has a Luka, Giannis, Embiid, Jokic? Like, that's that's a whole. Not saying that it's not possible because I'm sure some of you do, but uh, that's a that's good. It's good. It's good for you guys. I I really, I'm really stoked to see. (laughs) I can't. I can't. Definitely not jealous at all here. I'm. I'm just. I'm happy for you guys. That's that's great. Keep it up. Yeah, dude, I'll have fun with my Eastern Conference, okay? I'll have fun with my limited Eastern Conference. That's what I'll do. I'll have fun with that. <laughs> oh, brother. Wait, one of these days. Hey, might be might be this weekend. You never know because uh, we cook it. Yeah. But, uh, ooh. So, ooh, something else that happened, though. Killian Hayes. Killian Hayes, mm-hmm. so rare. Is, uh, did he, I kind of, I was kind of out last night, so I didn't really, like, look too, too, too far into it. But is he, like, an ambassador now, or is he just, like, kind of, like, signed on do we do we know or it was just kind of i don't cool? know i i didn't really see much more than than that promo video but kind of either way like to see them kind of expanding to new players in the game um of course he's a teammate of uh of our enemy number one this week um jaden ivy so killian hayes i hope you're you're going off right now on that instead of a uh, jaden ivy but um just kind of seeing more guys kind of get into it especially with him being in the league i think this is his second year very, very young in the league either way. So kind of seeing that younger crowd within the league kind of going after it um, and joining on is pretty cool. Um, of course, he picked Giannis as his, uh, his MVP for that. Um, I, I can't remember off the top of my head who else he had. I know he had Grant Williams. Yeah, it was uh, um, Giannis, Grant Williams, Zubak, himself, and Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. There you go. There you go. But, I mean, it's a solid lineup right there. You believe in uh, yourself. Mitchell's been playing good ball recently. So, yeah, it's it's I respect it. Yeah, no, it, it's cool. And it, it's kind of cool, too, because obviously we weren't really in Top Shot, but I've seen a lot of rumblings. Apparently, Cole Anthony is like very, very involved in Top Shot and he's like often in the community and stuff like that. So there are like I guess there were like a like a pool of like NBA players that were like actually really heavily involved with uh, Top Shot. So it's kind of cool to see that Silver is kind of doing the same thing because I know. I was going back if you haven't seen it, which I didn't really have this written down, but they released their video of their their Paris, the party that they had in Paris before the NBA game, stuff like that. And Killian Hayes was actually there. He was in the pictures with uh, Adam Silver and everything. So it, it looks like uh, Silver is really getting in here, doing some promotions and kind of getting that. And I, th- I think that's huge. I think that's what it is. I think that's going to be the really big thing that really drives people in. Like, cool, that, like the hype's over, the honeymoon phase is over, the game is here that like initial hype is like, okay, how are we going to get more people to, you know, on board and stuff like that. And I think this is the perfect way to do it. Cause uh, as we know, NBA players are uh, very involved in the social medias and all, all the young people things. So uh, it's, it's really <laughs> cool to see. Yeah. I mean, you've got Embiid, I guess from Wednesday night, I can't say last night um, from Wednesday night after their game against the Nets, he, uh, he posted a, a meme video from the, uh, the press conference table. So um, these, these guys love being on social media and it's, it's fun to see, but it also, it's cool just to see more guys getting involved um, whether or not they're official ambassadors or it's just kind of a, a quick little one-off video of, Hey, what's your, what's your top five? Um, just kind of see more guys get involved. It is, is cool to see and, you know, help grow a uh, gross over NBA. Yeah, and uh, hopefully grow our bags. Not that we're worried about that, obviously. Not that we care about that, but like, uh, hey, let's get some boost in the market because I need <laughs> more cards. Oh, that was it. Uh, dude, did you actually watch the video from the NBA party, though? Like, have you seen it I at all? No, I didn't even know that they released one. So yeah. I'll definitely check that out after this episode. It was so classy, very artistic. It felt very authentic in French. And it, 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 it looked like a good time. It was like all the commissioners were there, like players were there. And uh, it looked very, very professional, very legit. And uh, I'm kind of jealous. So if, if anybody was there, actually. So if anybody here that is listening to the show right now that was actually there or even went to the game, hit us up. Let's have you on the show. I would I would actually like really, really like to talk yeah. about that experience and like kind of what you did. So if you're listening, uh, hit us up if you want to. And if not, well, just come say what's up anyway. Whatever, dude. Not, we'll just make up our own stories. It'll be almost yeah. as fun. We'll role play, dude. It'll be it'll be great. It'll be a great time. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll put on we'll put on some fancy clothes, dude. We'll we'll put our fingers out and do a little sippy sip of something. You know, dude, we'll figure it out. Pinky up. Yeah. 
But hey, you know, another thing that happened, uh, we got our first like big trade in the NBA. Mm-hmm. We got we got Ruby Hachimura from the Wizards going to the Lakers. Kendrick Nunn. They both already played, and apparently they both did okay. So they're they're in there. They're in there. Did you did you watch the price action on these cards? Did you see the chaos that happened as soon as like the trade got announced? Yeah, I saw. Um, I wasn't looking. I didn't check multiple times, but when I looked, kind of, I think it was probably about an hour and a half, two hours after the the trade went up, just to kind of see what the market was like. And uh, Hachimura's price, of course, went way up going to the Lakers. Um, I did not look to see what other guys on the Wizards were doing, though, um, which I am kind of interested to see because the main reason just kind of from the NBA side that they made this trade is they had a lot of small on power forwards. So kind of just had a log jam at that position. So it kind of opens up some more, um, you know, minutes for guys. There's kind of not a ton to go around still. Um, Porzingis when he's healthy um, is kind of going to be that main number four for them but um, yeah I mean it it opens up more minutes for those guys so if their price hasn't gone up a ton that's definitely something to kind of look at for sure Um, but I mean it's it's a good move for the Lakers they needed it's a quick little one season loan his contracts up at the end of the year so kind of get some help for LeBron so he's not killing himself every night and I mean his his body can only do so much and he's got another two years in the league before Bronny comes in so but um, AD gotta, is back. He's he's got to hold it together. AD's back. I mean, we're Lakers are kind of making some moves here. Are the Lakers kind of like sneaky? Are they are they kind of like gonna are they gonna kind of sneak up on everybody here at the end of the season? And I feel like at this point, like it was a little questionable at first, but I feel like right now where the Lakers are, like they could really actually make a push for this and could be like legitimate contenders by the end of the season, depending on kind of what they do. Because they they might need. Does this fix their issues or like that you think they still need to kind of bring in some more uh, help. I I think to be a true championship contender, they have a ton of work to do. I mean, they're still in the same division as golden state who are still off to a slow start, but they're at least kind of figuring it out now. Um, So, I mean, you still got to go through them. Um, They are one game back out of the playoff spot and they are two games out of the six spots. So um, the West is very close. I mean, the difference from three to Whatever the lay was at 13, the difference from three to 11 is only five games. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you it's, it's going to be very easy to make a good run for for really any of those teams. And um, but I don't know. I mean, they're still going to have to if they make the playoffs, they're going to have to be Denver. They're going to have to be Sacramento. Um, I mean, New Orleans that. is looking kind of nice with Brandon Ingram back now. The Clippers are hopefully going to be fully healthy at that point. So it's it's tough. And then, of course, you got to beat whoever comes out of the East. So it's. I think they could sneak up and still make the playoffs, but I don't really see them doing much of anything. They make it out of the first round, but it's the West is just so good this year. So it's, it's going to be tough for them to to kind of really do anything. All of basketball is good this year. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's like, it's like, it's like watching the MLS dude. It's just pure chaos. Like anybody could win. Like <laughs> dude, the Celtics can't beat the magic. Golden state can't beat the magic. Everybody else could beat the magic, but not golden state and uh, the clip and the Celtics. Yeah. So like, Hey, you know, it is what it is. Anything can happen on any given night. But uh, real, real quick to comment on what you had said earlier. So a lot of the Wizards players didn't really spike too much. Uh, most of them did not. Uh, your boy Denny did, though. But he's just kind of been quietly cooking anyway. Our king. So. Let's see what their rotation. I mean, it, it's an interesting thing. So, like, even kind of going on that, now that the tread deadline's almost here. So I feel like if we are going to get moves, like, things are going to kind of start coming quick and fast. Mm-hmm. Is there a situation where you find yourself chasing some of these things or would you even go as far as say is, Hey, maybe you might think about picking up some guys that are kind of rumored to move just in case, maybe try to catch the move. How are you, are you thinking about it? Are you just avoiding it entirely? Kind of what's, what's your plan going into like the trade dead, trade dead, trade, uh, trade deadline. I mean, I think it's kind of similar to call back to last week where we were talking about teams that are going to be tanking and picking up young guys. I think it's in a sense, it's the same conversation but flipped with trades now um it's going to be more clear if a guy's going to be on the road than or be a uh, delft than if he's just going to simply get more minutes um you'll start hearing rumors about it um guys will be tweeting about it it's going to be um kind of all over nba twitter and the news and all that so um it'll be a little bit easier to kind of pick up on if a guy's actually going to get traded or not um I, I think if it's if you see some rumors and it's like a older veteran going to a good team um, he's really not going to do a whole lot. That's more of just a kind of help get us a couple minutes here and there to get rest for guys. But 
Um, yeah, I mean, kind of looking at, you know, Kendrick Nunn had been out of the Lakers rotation for who knows how long. And he played, what is this, 19 minutes, 22 minutes um, yeah. on Wednesday night for Washington. So I think that's kind of the bigger thing to look at is not so much the bigger names that are moving to good teams, but these guys that are kind of moving to, to teams that are middle of the run um, that have been out of the rotation that now all of a sudden they're getting 20, 25 minutes a night. And um, kind of depending on what price you can get them at, that could be great value for sure. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, and you can be smarter with like if you look at the price graph for like Ruby, like after the initial move, it kind of came back down because again, when you see these big spikes, they come back down fast as mm-hmm. even faster than they went up, right? So it's one of those things. And I've noticed this too with injuries. If a guy gets injured and like it looks like they're gonna be out for a couple of weeks, like you want to buy him almost that night. Because I've started to realize like you get the initial like panic sell, and then like slowly from the time that like that big drop happens to when they come back. It's like a slow, gradual, like crawl back up to like the peak before it just dropped off and then it comes back down again. So like mm-hmm. same thing with these trades. Like if you see that and if you like really or it's like you like the move or like something in your head, you saw something you were like, you know what? This is the guy that like he's going to step into the role that helps my team win. you. I think you have to just hop on it like right after the news. Just like yep. look at the charts, get on server data or all these any other tools that you use and just kind of hop right in and hope for the best because it's plateaued like it it peaked at like what almost 30 bucks it came back down to like the low 20s but it's still sitting there it's still ranging right there and yeah. uh yeah it, it could be a good pickup so just be careful because <laughs> uh things could get a little Definitely spicy be careful on it you can get it's it's very easy to get caught chasing on this and i've i've been on the wrong end of that before so um it's Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. And if, if it helps you win a game week or win a reward, um, then by all means, it's worth it. I mean, I overpaid for Ty Jerome last week because Golden State basically set everyone but Jordan Poole one week yep. or one game. Um, and Ty Jerome helped me win a reward. So, I I mean, I overpaid for the card, but it, it got me a card in return. So, um, if you kind of – you play your – <laughs> pun intended if you play your cards right um, <laughs> yeah it, it could it could work out for you but yeah it's just you, you have to know the risks that come with the with chasing cards like that because it can get out of hand and get very expensive really quick yeah and, and another thing that like i found myself thinking this week was i had a pritchard that i kind of overpaid for what was, he was like kind of a play like two three weeks ago and i was like i had i had the ease balance so i didn't really care so i went and i bought him and then didn't work out for me and then i had him and then this week he was the play again and i was like stuck with like i texted the group chat i was just like do i sell him do i play him i was like i don't know what to do like i'm tired of getting burned by these guys but you know pritchard does have it in him but you just never really know and it was like it was that just like yes or no and then i started to weigh out the okay i can sell him on the pump and get a little bit of ease for him or do i really think that in this lineup, I'm going to get a card that is going to be worth more than what I could sell them for. So like that, that, that now became my go-to instead of like, Oh, should I, should I not? Or is it actually going to like work? It's can I get a card that is like the equal value to what I'm going to sell him for? Or could I potentially get something that's like way higher in value, which is now becoming the basis on how I sell instead of like the, Oh, I need to sell the pump. Or if I don't sell the pump and then you watch this price go back down, you feel bad about yourself. You're like, dang, I should have sold. It's like, okay. <laughs> but so, so it's a little bit different. And, and and in this case, this week, you know, it's, it's paying off lovely. And I might, I might never yeah. sell them now because it's just kind of working out that way. There we go. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's good. It definitely kind of depends on how you look at it. Um, it's kind of just the, it's the general, you know, story when you're looking at cards in general is go in with a plan. And if you think it's going to be good for you, whether your plan is to attack short term and kind of do quick flips, if your plan is to, you know, buy a card for cheap and wait for them to go up, just have a plan going into it, stick to it. I mean, you can kind of get out of it every now and then, but, um, the biggest thing I think where kind of, you're going to find your most success is just have a plan going into it. You were looking at Pritchard for a couple of weeks and kept with it and, it won you a reward. So it's all you can ask for. That's all you can ask for sometimes. But that's the hardest part. Like, it's so easy to say, pick your plan, pick your strategy and just stick to it. Like <laughs> it is it is so much harder. And that's the biggest problem that we have is we get emotional. We get feelings tied in. Like mm-hmm. we want to win. We don't want to lose. We're, we get scared of missing out. And all of a sudden, like you get stuck in between two minds and then you just didn't do anything. You, you walked away with nothing. You feel bad about yourself. And you're just like, kicking rocks at that point so yeah oh love oh the lovely psyche of the money and digital coins and pictures on the internet that you can right click and save oh i love it 
I love all of it. <laughs> hey, hey, and and I might have picked up a couple more bombas because uh, word on the street is that he wants a move. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not chasing. I'm trying to get by the rumor, sell the news. There I'm seriously go. gonna I'm seriously gonna put that on a t-shirt. That is that is gonna be our first merch. Clip that. Producer Chris in the house. Let's get on it. (laughs) Oh, another thing that happened, which it happened while I was taking a nap. And I'm kind of glad that I kind of woke up to it. The NBA All-Star Game starters. Ooh, a little NBA talk. They have been announced. Have you you had a chance to look at this list or were you uh, too busy playing video games and ignoring us? A little bit of both. I I was kind of quickly looking over it. I will say, though, the thing that I'm, I think, most excited for with the All-Star game is, you know, it used to kind of just be they do the the draft on TV, the two captains. Um, They're doing it at the game, like, live and in person this year. Yes. So it's going to be, like, true, like, pick up, like, hey, I want you, I want you, I want you. And rather than just simply seeing that last name sitting up on a, on a board while you're watching TV, like you're going to see some poor guy just standing at half court, like waiting for his name to get called. Um, so from a, from that was a me. Content perspective, I know, I know exactly yeah. how that feels. That was me. <laughs> I was the last guy. Um, but yeah, like from a, from a content perspective, it's going to be great. But yeah, I think the fact that they're, they're doing that is really cool. Um, and I'm looking at this now out West. It's got Steph and Luca in the front court or sorry for the guards. And then LeBron, Jokic and um, Zion, which actually Anthony Davis got fourth somehow, um, despite barely playing. So I don't really know kind of how mean, that worked. Out. Anthony Davis kind of went off before he got hurt. So, yeah, no, he, he had a very good stretch, but I don't know. I feel like if you're missing that much time, like it's the same thing with Zion, like Zion missed a lot of, or sorry, I'm thinking of Brandon Ingram, never mind. But with Anthony Davis, like he's a, he's a very good player when he's healthy, but he just can't stay healthy for it. Um, and I think like, as I'm looking at the rankings, cause they go through, there's player rank, fan rank and media rank. Right. Um, it, the, the fan rank is just absolutely out of control. Like <laughs> um, there, the, every year there's guys like I remember. I guess it was Clay Thompson last year, um, or sorry, it was Andrew Wiggins that uh, was voted as uh, a fan vote starting. I don't think he ended up starting, but um, all the fans picked up on it because there was some. Oh, it was the K pop like band, right? Yeah, yeah, K pop. That's what it was. Yeah. Like so one of the hashtags or something, and they picked it up and it blew up and like they, the first rankings dropped and Andrew Wiggins was like the second forward. And it's like, where did this come from? That's, that's incredible. Um, so yeah, it's, it's always fun when that kind of, that stuff pops up. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. I'm excited for it. It's, it's the all-star game. It's fun. You get all-star weekend. It's, it's a very good time. And hopefully we get some special uh, competitions for it too. Yeah. I mean, and, and in the East you have Kyrie, Donovan, Mitchell, Tatum, Giannis and KD, which Word on the street is KD might be back and healthy before the All-Star game too, which do you really want to waste them on the All-Star game though? Like you're just getting your boy back and all of a sudden it's like, okay, we'll go play this game and uh, try not to get hurt. Bye. Like, uh, like uh, are you, who, who's going to win? Like, are you okay with these starters? Like who, who's your biggest snub off of these? Like, is there somebody that you feel like kind of deserved a spot over one of these guys? Um, I mean, just looking at the starters, um, man, I don't know. It's always it's always tough when you look at just the starters because each conference typically, for the most, you know, has a has a clear cut five. Um, I mean, looking at the list, like John Morant isn't starting, but it's because it's Steph and Luca. So, like, when you kind of put it in that perspective, it makes sense. Um, now, when they release the actual full teams, there's always going to be guys. Um, it looks like Shea Gilgis Alexander is going to make it, which is very exciting. That's his first All Star game. Um, Lori Markinen's having an incredible year in Utah, so he's going to get recognition for it. So, um, until they kind of release the full teams, there's, there's kind of, I, I won't really say there's a snub. Um, but it's, it's definitely going to be interesting to see kind of who gets left off that list and, and just watch Twitter kind of absolutely explode. Like it always does. Look, my thing is like, look, I get the Nets have been great this year and they have, which I, I'm really pissed off. I missed the game against Philly last night. Because apparently, like, they were just trash talking. Like, it was like a yeah. big, just like, brought, like, oh, I like, I'm really, I would have been there for the drama. I love the drama, but uh, I don't, there's no need for two nets to be starters in the All Star game. I'm just saying, like, spread the love. Like, yeah, of course, they can be there. They can play, like, whatever, but like, you know, kind of share the love a little bit. What, uh, where's Embiid at? Hello? Yeah. Embiid, it looks like just missed it by, 
it looks the biggest difference was Tatum got number one in the media rank and and Bead got three. And that was the, that was the deciding factor because they both got threes and fours across player rank and fan. Right. Um, And Tatum was one in media rank and Embiid was three. So um, it's, it's always close with that, but it's, it's kind of the same thing where, you know, it's someone's always going to get snubbed from that, but you kind of look at the whole thing and it, it somewhat makes sense, but um yeah it's I think the goal I think more so for me was I mean Kyrie being the number one spot in the east for guards right um over Donovan Mitchell and especially over Jalen Brown who's been somewhat overshadowed by Tatum this year Um, like he's still getting recognition but I feel like there's times where like Jalen Brown goes off but Tatum does like a little bit better and hits a game winner and everyone talks about Tatum but it's like Jalen Brown's still out here cooking like doing his thing so um, that could be one, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, I think it, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it, it is. It, yeah. Like you said, a lot of, a lot of the saltiness and the drama is going to come out when like the actual, like full roster comes out. But I just, I just thought it was cool. I feel like whenever it's just you and me, we get a little basketball talk in there. So it's kind of, yeah. kinda, it's, it's news. It's hype. It's content. It's filling in this it's hour. Fun. You know, whatever dude. It's great. It's always a good time, but, uh, we haven't really like talked too much. I don't know. I feel like I annoyed you because you don't text me back anymore, but it's mostly me. Nah, that's whatever. just not true. You yeah. actually didn't text me back yesterday. Yeah, I know. It wasn't today. That was like today, yesterday. Like yesterday. Like, I think it's like every yeah. day. I like, te- I text you first, you text me, and then I just like, I forget about it. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, I now that I just outed myself. Pop up and it's just eh. like, up here we go. Wait, wait. My read receipts are off, my guy. Wait, they're not. Are they not What's off? It? They better be off. They're supposed to be off. Because Hold yeah, we're I might have a, we're an, a live reaction here. I, I might have an issue with texting people back. No, right? they're on. Are they really? Yeah. Oh, good thing my lady. Yeah, because you read my text at ten thirty a.m. today, and at three twenty-one p.m. you responded. So, uh, kind of kind of ignored me for five hours there. That uh, that was kind of tough. Wow. Okay. Tough anyway, scene. um, if we could just cut this like last like two minutes, that'd be sick. Anyway, Alec, my best friend. Uh, how are your, how, how's your, how's your squad doing? How's your gallery going? I need a gallery update. Cause I never know what you like one day you have 10 cards and one day you don't have any. So I, what you got going on? Uh, gallery's been doing good. I've, uh, kind of fallen into a trap of being too good at scouting, um, ah. I keep picking up guys that their L10 is low and then they start playing really well, which is great for me for two weeks. And then it gets too high and I can't do anything. Um, and I just, I haven't picked up new cards just yet. So I'm kind of just rolling with it. And the uh, last week I squeaked out a, a T5 and uh, contender limited. Um, this week, it looks like I'm going to finish uh, from so rare data. So I'm going to finish 0.25 points away from getting a reward, uh, which is going to be an absolute killer because after the first night, I think I was in 44th place because everyone played and I was like feeling good about it. And then I was like, well, wait. And I looked to see like, what games were still remaining in the week. And I was like, ah, yeah, I'm in trouble here. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. Dame's been playing well. Jalen Brunson's been playing very well. Um, Vooch has been going off. Um, Kentavis Caldwell Pope was a reward for me. He's been doing pretty well, but yeah, I mean, everyone's been, been playing really well in there. They aren't having those down games that I need. Like, that's great that you're giving me 30 points for one game, but then don't go and drop 29 the next game because that 29 is doing absolutely <laughs> nothing for me, but hurting me next week. So kind of kind of mix in a couple like sevens and tens in there. If you could, that would be that would be ideal. Dude, I'm saying like, I'm glad y'all are cooking. I'm glad y'all winning me stuff, but y'all yeah. need to chill. Like, I haven't played Vujin so long. I just, I just can't. I don't, I don't I don't know where to put them. I just it's 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 been a struggle out here. I don't. Yeah, dude, the, the sweat is real. Yeah, is here it? we are. Like I'm looking in August; they're still playing right now. Um, but Darius Garland is a is a great example of that. I, I think it was it was either last game week or two game weeks ago, um, where I sent you the screenshot of both games, and he scored the exact same in both games, and both were higher than his L10. And I was like, come on now! Like dude. if you're gonna put up that high of a score the second game, at least like outscore it. Don't get me the exact same here, dude. Stop being so good. Stop, stop, stop being so good, dude. It's okay to be bad every now and then. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know about that. Go like go 0 for 10 one night with a couple turnovers and just get that negative score. And that'll oh, that would be phenomenal. Now what you need, you need them, you need them to go into the game, get two turnovers, and then uh tweak their toe. Ejected. 
<laughs> it jacked. There you no, go. It jacked it. Yeah. No, just a little toe tweak, just like a little discomfort. Like, oh, we're gonna precautionary sit out. Like nothing serious. Like no, no, no actual hurt. Just like a ooh, like questionable. Like ah, uh, and then just kind of dip out. Just go turn the ball over and dip. You know what I'm saying? Like a quick little uh, Sabonis injury where everyone thinks you're out for months, and then it's like surprise, you're starting tomorrow. So one of one of those would be would be good. Yeah, Dude, every time they they get you every time, and that's how you get. That's what we like to call a a, a bull trap because y'all y'all be y'all be buying in like, oh, he's out, and then all of a sudden it's like, mm. I haven't been burned by that yet. I did I did get I did get burned by uh after we talked the trip in and we talked bad about Porzingis. I went and I bought a Porzingis. <laughs> <laughs> listen, okay, no, listen, listen. They only had one one game that weekend, and I was like, all right, but it was against the Magic. All right. And if you watch the Magic, you know that it doesn't matter how much height is on that Magic team, can't rebound the ball for shit. So I was like, okay, Porzingis, he's going to be on the boards. He's going to get, a, he's going to rack up a lot of points. He got hurt in like the third quarter, like having like a somewhat mediocre game. And I was like, great. And now he's out for a couple of weeks. And uh, yeah. Trippin well, tried to warn you. He literally did. He, 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 on on the podcast too this wasn't just like an off-air conversation like on the podcast he said don't go get porzingis and <sighs> i thought i thought i was big braining it all right i was trying was trying to use the little brain cells that i got to like just really like ah, i was gonna i was gonna beat the game i was so stoked about the lineup too and uh yeah it kind of burned me a little bit so i guess yeah on the flip side you were hoping that everyone would hear that and not play porzingis and sit him and you'd be the only one with him and yeah exactly that's yeah actually so spin zone on that you made the right play right reverse psychology tell everybody not <laughs> to buy them so that nobody plays them and then i play him and he's like the big brain play that i just sound smart as heck but big brain his price is actually held up i'm not down down too bad so i'm not worried about it and i'm sure he'll come back and, and that yeah who cares <laughs> at this point i don't even i don't even look at it it's just a as far as i'm concerned it was a reward what we were talking about but yeah. uh it's a good way to look at it I'm uh I'm kind of sweating right now, dude. Yeah, uh, what do we got? Yeah, Jaden Ivy has 30 points right now. Oh, and no. with about two, three minutes left in the third. So uh that's not good. Yeah, I am uh currently we, we sitting don't, we don't like that. I am currently sitting in a fourth place in a limited champion. And uh this guy is uh two points behind me. Yes. No, yep, yeah, one point behind me. Yep, two points behind me, and he has a Jaden Ivy. Okay. Who uh, has 33 points right now. In his first game, he had 36. And uh, right now, he has 33. So, uh, it is not looking too good. But, but... You gotta I'm, believe. Keep the faith. I do have to believe. Sengun is 30 points at halftime. So, he got me a 64 last time. So, if I can get him to really go off. And then Nick Claxton, who gave me a 51, which is a little high. But he has a 30 right now, like, close to the end of the third. So, if I get a big fourth quarter from Claxton... And Senku decides, like, he just wants to ball out more than he balled out the other night. We might have a chance. You got to believe. Either way, 28 weeks. 28 weeks. And we're looking like we're getting our first rare and limited. We're getting getting our first rare. I'm proud of you. Little tier two. Like, we've been grinding. We've been close. Like, I was so mad, too. I was like, of course, like, it's Wednesday. I had one more day. And, like, if anybody follows me on Twitter, you know that I constantly cry because Thursday night, I'm in for a rare and then I wake up after like the last West coast game because I need my sleep and I'm a baby and I go to sleep at like 10. <laughs> so like I literally go to sleep and I'm like, yes, I'm winning a rare. And then I, every time I wake up, it's like, ha ha, enjoy this tier two limited. And I'm like, Oh gotcha. God, but looks like no matter what happens from the looks of it, I've, I've like been deep. Like I've been looking at everybody's lineup around me. I'm like, who, who knows what, who's going to do what, I look like I'm okay. Looks like we're in for a tier two reward. So uh, we are hype right now because uh, we're having our best week we've we've had on this show. So uh, there's that. And I'm winning a limited tier four in Western Conference as well. So even better, keeping it up. Look at us go. And uh, what else? (laughs) I got I got a common tier two. Yeah, a little common tier two. Solid. You know, so uh, we're uh, we're cooking. You you winning anything this week, bud? Uh, I'm trying to look right now where I'm at. Uh, contender, I'm gonna miss everything. Champion, I'm nowhere close. Um, looking at a T2 and common contender. Let's go. Um, I'm not gonna get anything from champ or Western Conference. I'm I'm very excited. I'm kind of at the point now 
where like I have enough tier ones in common that like I kind of need more of those like T2, T3 to kind of like mix it up because like everyone's got the same tier ones at this point. Right. Um, so I'm just trying to to kind of get those ones that'll make me different in in each of those lineups to to kind of do it. Um, I mean, that's how I got TJ McConnell, who's been phenomenal for me ever since Halliburton got hurt. So um, just got to got to get those T2s that hopefully either jump up the T1s for a little bit or just kind of those solid, solid back end for champion. Dude, how about that? Congrats to anybody who really big brain that Pacers play because uh, kind of went under the radar. I feel like everybody kind of went back to like yeah. Nemhard and Neesmith and obviously Matherin and uh, might not have been the play. But uh, I, haven't, I haven't even looked at his price. Like, did it like spike crazy? Uh, so I know it spiked crazy right off the bat, but then he started putting up. Oh, whoops, that scores. Um, yeah, so right off the bat, it jumped from 0.0033 to 0160. And then oh, the wow. next day, it kind of came back down a little bit that same day on uh, the 12th. Um, but then the following day on the 13th, it got as high as 0.02. And then it's just kind of been a slow decline ever since. So, yeah, I mean, if you if you had one early on and you sold them for what, how many X is that? 003 to like 2X? 02? No, 003 to 02. Oh, oh so shoot. So that would be six and a half, seven. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that's, that's a hell of a flip right there. <laughs> Who are you telling? Jesus. Hey, you you can't if, win if them you all. Did okay, it, congratulations. Okay, you can't win them all. If you missed the first time, just pat yourself on the back, take a deep sigh, and then try again because there's always another play. Though, although, do you think Summer is ever going to get to the point where there's just like all the players just have too high of an L ten? Because I've been starting to worry about that. I'm like, obviously, there's it's just really bad players. Like, there's really really bad players, but the bottom of the pool and like the higher mid to like high tier or just there's just a very very empty gap in the middle of just garbage and you, it, ha- you have no clue if he's gonna even play that night yeah so yeah. that's that's a good question i don't know it, like because that's obviously stuff at this point i'm sure they can test and they could like run models and stuff like that do and like do like outward projections of like what happens if this and that but there's just some things they couldn't account for. And just like, there was really just no way to predict that kind of stuff. Right. There is no way for them to be like, Hey, this is how it's going to play out. And these players are going to do this and that. So is it going to get to a point where like, it almost like the game breaks itself and they kind of have to go back in. It was something I was thinking about the other day. And it was like, it was one of those things where I was like, like, I didn't want to think about it anymore. I was like, Ugh. it's, uh, it's definitely. And I guess if they do go back and rework it, like when's the best time to do it? Do you have to wait until it's the off season when there's no games or like if it truly gets out of hand halfway through the second half of the season. So we're three quarters of the way in, like, do they bump it to 120 and 130 or kind of what's it? What, what would you think would be a good time for them if they had to, to kind of change it? When would be the best time to do that? I mean, it would have to be the off season, right? Yeah. Because we, yeah, we've seen like so, but. And they, I mean, they've done it in the football because because football being kind of just the year round and there's never really a true, true break of the game itself. They do change things from time to time. And it's often met with a lot of praise and a lot of resistance. It's like they just reworked the commas. They just redid a cap mode. Like they just changed the entire structure of the soccer game. And there were some people that were hurt. There were some people that were sad. There were some people that were happy. And I guess you just can't please everybody. Uh, and uh Everyone thinks that they could just go and get things changed because they're crying on social media. And it's like, well, that's not how it works, buddy. So just it kind of kind of is what it is. And we just kind of got to make the best of it, you know. But yeah, look, there's nothing wrong with like relaying your opinion, your frustration like that is valid. The way you feel like that is your opinion is valid. But it comes to a point where it's like, okay, you're not just like stating your opinion. Like now you're just, yeah, you know, you know. Like we know, we know, we know, we, you know, it's like, all right, like calm down, take a chill pill, go outside, touch the right, grass. Like we get it. It's yeah, we, we you're not happy. It. And at that point, like all you're doing is you're scaring away other people from potentially using the platform, yeah. which is it, the worst possible scenario, because that means card value goes down. That means less efforts getting put in. Like you want, even if, even if it's not a, a perfect game, which so rare is not, it's, it's great, but there are things that could be improved always. You want to still make it sound like it's still fun. Like right. if all you do is complain, 
people are going to see that and you're like, I'm not going to sign up. Like I'm not going to buy cards or like, Oh, like I'm actually just going to sell everything and get out because all these people are talking about it. So I think you have to know when to say positive things about it. And by all means, you can complain about certain things, but it, it has to be justified. It can't just be, a, Oh, like this person got a, a free card because now a, a spokesperson and I didn't get anything. Like you, you got to grow the platform somehow. You got to be able to do things like it just, you're not you're not always going to get what you want and that's it sucks and i hate okay. it but it's okay that's just kind of where we're at and like and like and, and, and like the same like the same like little the world like you we should complain about things like when things are like seriously yeah. broken or wrong like again it is valid to voice your discontent and all that stuff like that's not that at all it's just it's the way some people just go about it or like how they just like blow it over like the portion like like the world and silver revolves around them it's like bro chill like there's like a couple couple hundred that like hundred thousand people playing maybe between all sports 200 i don't know nobody knows the real numbers there's those numbers are fake they're pumped up everybody knows this whatever dude but we don't care because we're having fun i don't care about right i don't care i don't care if a hundred thousand other people are having fun i'm having fun that's all i care about that's That's me that's how i'm that's where i'm so you're having fun i'm having fun there you go we just lost all our listeners i'm sorry guys I, I swore it, from the beginning I wouldn't we, get we another have two listeners next week, and it's that's it. And one of them is just Chris, and he's 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 sitting here listening anyway. He's probably not even listening now. <sighs> Whoo! Wow, that I kind of got myself riled up a little bit. I don't even know why. Yeah, I, I don't, deep I'm, breath. I'm, we're good. I can't breathe. In. <laughs> oh, that was gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, goodness anyway alec what do you want what do you where do you want to go next what are we talking about oh man i don't i i did see oh i forgot to send this to you actually um let me pull it up real quick so we released a i think it was a top 10 um scoring players oh yeah Um, i I don't know if you saw this list i'm gonna pull it up here right now so i don't get this wrong um but it actually it doesn't solve a debate that we had earlier in the year but it it shows you a direct uh direct comparison here uh, I'm going to send this so you guys can look at it too. Um, but earlier, big callback to some of the previous episodes where it's, would you rather have Shea Gilgis Alexander or Nikola Jokic? Oh, did you go um, back and listen to our episodes or something? Or you just remember that conversation? It, it's, it's almost as if I was like on the episode, I think maybe I don't, I don't remember, but um, I'm no, looking maybe. at this now. I'm not going to say who, but one of them is in third and one of them is in fourth. And another callback here, a guy that you said was very undervalued is fifth. So I'm going to, I'm going to let you rank those, the three that you think that they are from three, four, and five. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Undervalued. I'm going to go with. This was like two to three episodes ago. So fairly recent. With orange Julius Randall. Yeah. Yes, sir. Undervalued. For sure. Undervalued. Uh-huh. He might not be now. I don't, I haven't looked in a while because uh, I bought LeBron instead of. Julius Randall, so out of my price range, I'm like not even looking at it because I don't care right now. I don't, I don't need those distractions. And then, uh, what was the other question? Uh, his price has actually barely changed. It's actually oh, gone down. Ooh, see, this is why I don't look because then I look and then what yeah. I just say distractions. Now I'm like, ooh, how much is Julius Randall? I'm gonna yeah. buy a Julius Randall. So Julius Randall in at five, at four is SGA, and Jokic is at three. Ooh, but the difference is. Quick math on the spot here, 67 points. So still very close. And this is cumulative scores. Right, so, right, right. Um, you know, I know Jokic has missed a game or missed a couple games last game week. So to see him still out of Shea is, is kind of interesting. Well, Shea missed a little um, bit of time, like a little Shea bit close to the beginning too, right? There, so, but yeah, to still see them, see them three and four. Um, two is Jason Tatum. And then number one by just under 300 points is... None other than my favorite player, who I found out about after we recorded uh, the first episode. But Luka Doncic at number one. Who is that? Who Who would have thought? Not me. No way. <laughs> the number The numbers are rigged. Count them up. They're still <sighs> They're stealing the election. <laughs> Dang it! Oh, the vote. Count the votes again. Mail in ballots. Uh. Uh-uh, not. Dang Luka. So does this Does this prove that you need a Luka? I think it does. I mean, the fact not only was he number one, but he's 275 points ahead of Jason Tatum. Uh, it's if you're if you're trying to 
actively compete week in and week out in champion. I, I feel like you have to. Um, otherwise, you just have to hope and pray you get lucky or and that he misses a game or that, you know, your your fifth fill-in spot goes off. But I think to have a legitimate chance week in and week out, you have to have Luca, which is very tough to say. But I mean, dude's been on another level on another level, excuse me, all season. Um, so it's that's just kind of the way the uh the game's working. Yeah, I mean realistically any one of these top 10 guys should if you if you're trying to be competitive and champion you need one of these guys and and there's and there's a couple names i haven't even well there's just one it's anthony edwards which Mm -hmm. i know he's he's been having a great season i've seen it all over social media you listen to any basketball content wherever you get it there's a lot of praise around anthony edwards uh i just haven't really looked at his scores this is like I said, like those like the, the top end guys. I don't like I try not to look at it too much because it's just like, look, I know it's not in my budget right now. I don't need to be going and spending money. I don't need to be. And I have I have some champions right now. I'll eventually probably pick up another one. I, the way that it's going, I'm just going to keep winning them. So it's been it's been it's been kind of nice right now. I've been I've been having a good I've been having a good time. Do you think? Yeah, it, it's actually I, I'm kind of glad that you brought this up, too, because it would be cool to at the end of the season kind of come back and see how much this list has changed. I'm going to quickly bookmark this tweet here so we don't forget about it. Yes. And we will come back to this at the end of the season. Yeah. I, I think it'll be cool to come back and like really compare. And also if you're listening so rare, I would also like to see like the next 10, like give me 10 through 20. Like I want to, I want to know who's uh creeping up in there. Cause I like that list and I'm just like, dang, it's like now I want to. It's, it's fun just to see the full like rankings like that. Right, it is, and um, maybe it's on Silver Data. And if it is, like, one of y'all tag us and let us know how to use that because uh, yeah. that would be sick too. Because I, I like that information. Silver has ah, oh, you've turned me into such a nerd, dude. Ah, gosh, <laughs> I want to look at stats all day. It's all I do. Just it's, spreadsheets it's, and numbers and and we're cooking. Yeah, I'll, I'll be at work and I'll be listening to some like pot like basketball podcast or something like that. And then like I'll hear a name and I'm just like, oh, like immediately I'm on so rare data on my phone, like looking it up, looking at prices, like oh, what's this price? Is he undervalued? Like, oh dude, it's bad. So looking at actually so rare data, Anthony Edwards, based on his season L10, is in 43rd place. Oh, hold on a second. That's not right. What are you doing, my guy? Maybe oh, I think he's in 43rd for his current L10. Um, but I also don't think he's missed many games and that's kind of been the the big kicker for that. Um, but also with it being cumulative score, L10 doesn't really matter. No, it's just, I he's mean, just been consistent. Like Anthony Davis is very high up there on L10, but he hasn't played other than recently. Like he's been out for most of the season. So, um, yeah, that's, I'd be very interested to see maybe expand it to like a top 25. That'd be kind of cool. Just for some of us, like obviously the top ten is like the go-to, but top to bottom league, like one through the last guy, one through Dalen Terry. Oh, so the end. You want to talk? Actually, here we go. I changed my answer. You want to talk about an all-star starting snub? Where's he at? Dalen Terry at? I don't know. I don't know. He got two points in France. If that's not your, if that's not a number one ticket, number one way trip. To the starting lineup at the all-star game. I don't know what is NBA. You got your metrics yeah. all sorts of messed up. Just say it. Cause how's my boy Dalen? T- you want to talk? You want to, you want to even go there? How have we not talked about Jonathan Isaac? My guy, he's back. He is he back. is back. Like and officially he- back. Not like me just saying the bulls are back every week because we just blew a 21 point lead the other night. So not back. Jonathan Isaac is like actually back and playing basketball in the NBA. And he's looking good. He looks very good. Like, Granted, it's only been 18 minutes, I think it was. I think he got, what, eight last night or yeah, Wednesday he, night? Yeah, so in his first game, he played nine minutes, scored 23 so rare points. In eight minutes last night, scored another 16. In both games, he had two steals. So he's putting up numbers right now with limited, with minutes restriction and all that. Like, what's he going to do when he plays like a full, like, 20, 30? It's that's it's actually, gonna be interesting to see. It's um, pretty also his nutty. his number five is already up to 0.0788. You know what else is weird? So they're not auctioning, they only auctioned the first five limiteds, and that's it. And there's no yeah, it other looks ones like there's on nothing. Number five ends in six hours, and there's nothing after that. Um, but yeah, these pre oh, that's why because his L10 is zero. Not not anymore. Hey. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. I guess the next game we get right now it's zero. So I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed when they he plays a game and jumps up. But yeah, 
Yeah, it's going to be 23-16. It's probably like, what, 19-ish maybe? And it probably carries over into last year too, if I had to guess, right? Oh, I don't... Or would it only be... Well, dude, it's been so long. I don't even think they care. It's been two years. Like, it's like... Jonathan Isaac hasn't played in so long. So rare wasn't even a thing the last time he played. (laughs) No, not actually, but that would... uh, Let's see here. What was it 2021? 23 and 16. I feel like it's like 19 and a half so i wonder if they round up to 20 i wonder if i wonder if that's why they didn't auction them off because they were they i think they realized they were like oh this is like his price is going to be like super high just because he's a zero burned by that yeah well that's 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 what i was thinking i was would would jonathan isaac what is card have sold for that much like would people have cared if he didn't come back and have a banger of a game like uh if he would have came out and like flopped I think at the very least, because they're seeing that L10 is zero, yes. But I think because he put up 23 and 16 in, like he scored 39 sower points in 18 minutes of real basketball. So yeah, yeah like, I, mean, I think, I think people would still be excited about it, but I think the fact that he has the L10 of zero, I think people are just looking at that. Like it's the whole Keegan Murray thing from earlier in the year. Right. People saw that he was an L10 of zero. He was going to play and everyone just jumped it up and it's been nothing but downhill since but yeah i mean i feel like jonathan isaac's a guy that when he plays a full game is going to be a pretty decent card to have i uh can't wait for his l10 not to be zero so that i can go and scoop him up because the way that i see it is if he wouldn't have came back and did what he did in those 10 minutes he wouldn't have been all over social media it wouldn't have been a highlight everybody wouldn't have you know really picked up on it and nobody so rare players would have been like, oh, yeah, Isaac, let me go see if they're minting him. Like, I was because re- I remember when Markel, because Markel came back at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. and his number one, what did it go for? Yeah, it went for 70 bucks. And then his number two went for like 50. Like, it was very under the radar. I don't think people realize, like, quickly, I ended up scooping one for how much did I scoop mine for? Yeah, I scooped my number eight for 0.02. Like, I got him super cheap because nobody cared. I was kind of hoping the same thing was going to happen. With J.I., I was like, all right, he's going to come back. He's going to, like, maybe turn the ball over a little bit, look a little green and rusty. No, he just came out. He was like, oh, he what two years? He didn't miss a step. Yeah. So it's it's very, it's very interesting, the workings of the uh, so rare markets. It's, it's, uh, it is a beast in its own. I will, I will tell you that. And I am very excited. So, so rare, hurry up on that mint because I need – Actually, I'm not even going to say that. I'm not going to say which cards I'm buying because I don't need none of y'all to, none of y'all three listeners to pump up my <laughs> bags. You know what I'm saying? So we'll save that for the next episode and hopefully I have a Jonathan Isaac in my gallery. Just so. let me know who it is and I promise we won't put it in the show notes. Yeah. Make them work for it. Yeah. Make them work. Anyway, you're trying to do some swaps? Some swappy Let's swap? Swapping. Some swip swap, swipity. Swapity swap. Swipity swoop swap sweep. Who did I get last time? I still have Goga, didn't I? I think so. Did you pick Goga or did you, you had Goga? Uh, I just, I no, I think you picked him again, right? Yeah. I I stayed with him hoping that he would get some run back and he hasn't played since still. So kind of in the same boat with me with Cody Martin. So this is going to be a, a a very sad swap for both of us this week. Oh yeah. All our content at the window. (laughs) Who you got? Oh, and I tweeted about this, but now that we're talking about the swaps, you can now see player stats on the swaps. It is the coolest thing ever. You click on them, they show you his stats. And then when you go to swap it, when you look at your options, it gives you the stats. Still love you, Sober Data. I still love you. I still use you all day, every day. But this is like mind-blowing altering. It is great. It is very cool one of the coolest things you've done it's the little things it is it's it's the, it little, is things. the little things it is the little things <laughs> all right hmm. oh boy Ugh, gross all right what you got who do you who do you who nothing do you... great all right um so we're swapping cody martin just looking at these names it looks like i'm gonna keep him but we're just gonna kind of run through it real quick here um christian coloco from the raptors who has not played in a handful of games uh, Vladko Kankar again from Denver. Um, Terrence Ross, who at first I was excited about, and then I saw that he got completely dropped from the rotation out of nowhere. On on this healthy Magic squad, there is no mm-hmm. more room for Terrence Ross. That's why I think him, Bamba, probably uh, 
RJ Hampton, they are on the chopping block. Yeah. Because we're just, we're healthy. We're flying. We got a bunch of young talent. Like T Ross may be situational, but yeah, he's a tough scene there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, him, Nerlens Noel, um, and then Josh Christopher from um, Houston, who's actually starting tonight because um, Eric Gordon's output. Um, I think once Gordon gets healthy again, Christopher's not going to play. So um, I think I'm just going to stick with Cody Martin again and just what's know that what's Noel been back. doing? Because I know Noel kind of stepped up his minutes when there was some piss and injury uh, and nothing. He got one point tonight, zero <laughs> last night, didn't play at all in game week 27, and he got a zero in game week 26. Yikes. So, Cody Martin, you are sticking with the squad for yet another week. Yeah, I'm sitting on Goga Pitazi at L7 for the second week in a row. Um, still has not played in the last three, four games, which is not what I was hoping, being that Indiana's kind of trying to figure it out. You think they'd give him a run. But uh, I got Kira Lewis Jr. for the Pelicans. Never heard of him. Scotty okay. Pippen Jr. Hey. Hey, hey. Not really playing, though. Jabari Walker, who kind of saw some run recently. Uh, so there's that kind of take the maybe a little gamble, hope that it, there's some rotation, someone rests, maybe someone gets a little ouchie and Jabari kind of takes a step back up because yep. if he does, he'll probably pump. I got George Hill, which don't really want that. And then Andre Still Iguodala somehow. Oh yeah. So Diggy. I got some old Mo Vuckus and I got some youngies. So, uh, think. I need to get off this Goga, man. It's just, it's just, I can't, I can't sit on it for three weeks. It's just, it's not good for the content. Is it yeah. time to switch? Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm going to go. I have, I think I have a better shot at Jabari kind of stepping up or there being some rotation going into the game week and then kind of maybe getting out of there. Cause uh, yeah. Why you going to, you going to say something? You sound a little concerned over there. Uh, I, I didn't realize the Rockets game. Oh, never mind. He's got four points. Um, I didn't realize the Rockets game was going on now. I thought that was later tonight. Um, but oh, there's Josh a lot of games. Christopher has played 19 minutes and has scored 4.2 silver points. So there will not be a big bump for him. So we're sticking Cody Martin. Very Can nice. I do my swap? Sure, buddy. Kind of hop on. Potentially. I could Potentially. be Potentially. What are you talking about? So I got, I got Tory Craig that I'm throwing up on the chopping block here. My options are Gorgeous Niang, Reggie Bullock, Damian Lee, no. Landry Shamit, or Jaden Hardy. You got some Lee or Shamit. Uh, Niang, Niang gets minutes for the for the Sixers though. Niang's kind of a sneaky play in there. That's I true. Have... He does get twenty point or twenty minutes a game. Excuse me. They, nobody we, really talks. What do about we think it, about but... what do we think about Jaden Hardy like long term because he's nineteen and he's getting minutes for the Mavs. He has not played the last two games. And he had okay. eight minutes. He need to play every game. Before that. And the Mavs are a dumpster fire. He didn't even play Mavs every game. He played 26 minutes five games ago. Uh, no? I kind of like I mean, he game. could be. Yeah, if you're just looking to like flip and stash him, that I mean, that could be a, a good guy to have. But I wouldn't really expect anything anytime soon. I mean, he got a 36-pointer against the Blazers a few game weeks ago, and he's L10 Because is everyone 12. was hurt. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. They were without know. four starters. Perfect. We just need that to happen again. Come on, Kevin. Make it happen. There's five minutes in the fourth, and Jaden Ivey has 31 points. Oh, no. <laughs> Ooh, I'm starting to sweat, boy. As of right now, I am still in fourth place, though. I So where data has me projected to finish sixth. So I'll take it. I won't like it. But, yeah, it's looking a little rough. Claxton has 41 points with uh, five minutes left in the fourth. Pritchard ain't going to do it for me. So Ed, we might be able to squeeze it out. Or, mm. or, or in a perfect world, the Pistons and the Nets go to overtime. No, that's still bad that for me. That would, uh, <laughs> I, I, I guess that's still bad for me, huh? Or, yeah. It's kind of like, it, it's kind of crappy right now that I have Claxton going up against Ivy, who I need not to score right now. So it'll be interesting, but yeah. Tough. Eh, well, we'll see. We'll talk, see talk, talk, talk. after you after you listen to this uh, episode here on uh, Friday or the weekend. You could probably go to my Twitter, the Taco Slayer, and you can see if I'm happy or not because I will post about it, and you will either see me jumping for joy or just a sad face, just just a plain little two dots and a frowny face. That's that's it. It's 
well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see, we'll see what we're going to get. We'll see what we're going to get. Either way, we're up there. We're in the single digits and the limited champion. Our first rare from a limited competition. We are hype. Alec, is yes, there anything sir. else you would like to say? Uh, no, I hope uh, by the time this drops, we'll know how you did. So hopefully, uh, hopefully it all works out. That would be, uh, that'd be great for the show and obviously uh, very exciting for you. So let's get it. Oh, wait, who did Chris swap again? I wasn't even paying attention. Tory Craig for I don't know he didn't decide. Did he ever decide? Hello, we're going we're going Jaden Hardy. Oh, okay, nice. stash him. little stash. Yeah, little Jab- Jabari Walker's gonna do it, bro. Just watch, just watch. All right, y'all. Oosh. 